I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to another week of Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily, but... Of course, this is a special Monday show. You don't always get a Monday show, but off the back of a pay-per-view, a WWE pay-per-view, you know Louis and I have to stop by and give you the deets, give you the goods, and recap what we saw last night at WWE Fastlane. So thank you once again for joining us for this special edition of Wrestling Daily right here on the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel. You know what to do. Thumbs up, press subscribe, all of that good stuff. Help the brothers out, because if we get to 10K... And we're so, so close. Their merch is going to be dropping. And hearts will be stopping like when my boy Louis Dangor comes to town. How are you doing, man? Freshly shaven. Look at you. Not actually. Shaved like a couple of days ago. So a bit, a bit, a bit of stubble coming through. I but imagine yeah. you, you were a faster grower than that, personally. I am. I mean, I'm half Arab. So I, that's what I'm saying. I do have good growth. Good, quick growth. Um... But uh, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm very good. I, I, I so w- when we do this show, I send Alex some stories beforehand, just like rough. This is what we'll go. Um, and today there were like five, six stories that could have been the lead. I was like, okay, damn, we have a lot of news to cover and a lot of big news to cover. So very much looking forward to diving in all things wrestling news. We've obviously got a big couple of shows this week. We've got. Tomorrow, the call-ins debuting. So you guys, if you want, get... Oh, well, actually, have I got it up? I'll get this up. We have a brand spanking new layout. So caller will go under there. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. They will be there, and they can join us for a little bit of the show. Talking about wrestling news, anything raw tomorrow night, anything that they want to talk about in terms of wrestling, they can come on. So we're looking forward to that. And on Friday, we've got the first special guest show so we've got a lot of exciting things in the works over the next couple of days that's exactly that and that first special guest of course is sean rossap himself of fightful uh one of the yardsticks in the wrestling journalism game right at that top of the tree in my humble opinion and many Agreed. others so it's going to be great to have sean stop by and be the first uh, of course he'll be followed by denise salcedo and the distraction boys will be following after that and then the floodgates going to open guys there's going to be one a week for the foreseeable future, it's going to always be someone fresh. So if you have a content creator that you particularly enjoy, you know what to do. Let us know. I'm sure the moderators will give you the email address you need to do that at. Speaking of which, with the merch at 10K, if you have ideas, guys, always welcome. Always give them to us if you have any ideas for any particular co-host or the show in general. I can confirm we have some good egg stuff in the works. And... uh, some other things on the horizon when it comes to merch. So we're not far away, guys. We are not far away. Not far um, away at all. No, no, we're not. So please, all your support. And of course, while I'm there, I might as well say about Twitter, Rest Daily at Rest Daily is your hookup for all things Wrestling Daily. You want to see a gif of Louis hitting himself with a chair? That's the place to go. That is where you'll find it. And actually, we have, uh, I've got, I've queued up something new, something a bit exciting today for how I'm going to share people's tweets. So we on Wrestling Daily today ask for people's favorite match from Fastlane, favorite moments. We'll be queuing that up on on a new screen share thing that I tested out today, which hopefully won't show everyone my internet history. 
and will hopefully just show them <laughs> tweets that I want them to see. It will hopefully show people the part of my computer that I want them to see. I bet famous tab- last words, that isn't it? Tab after tab of Hermione Granger everywhere. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm like, right, yeah, it's fine. I'm, I'm looking at my bookmarks. I've got, got a couple of football stuff there. Other than that, nothing really interesting. Uh, Hermione Granger pictures, yeah, they're all there. Screensaver. MJF full-on referenced you as Hermione Granger lover on my show today. Of course he did. Of course he did. I'm going to... When's that going up on Inside the Ropes? Uh, I don't even know. I mean, I haven't even spoken to Kenny about it. Um, it's 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 happening on TalkSport in like half an hour. So <laughs> going up against myself, Lou. Um, exactly. You're that good. You're, you're like, if you're on NXT, just turning up on AW for one week. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, of course, if you are catching me in one iteration right now, please do catch up with the Talk Sports show as well. Like uh, this week, Joe Hendry, Ring of Honor, Nick Aldis, NWA, Cesaro, WWE, and MJF, AEW. Tell me somewhere else, Lou, someone who's covering it like that on a weekly basis. You can't. I'll save you your breath. You can't. I, w- I would if I got the coverage, if people gave me the interviews. But you can't. But no, you can't. I've told you numerous times. If you if you call Sean the yardstick, and I probably agree with that. If there's one place you want to go for interviews from a variety of places, men, women, uh, independent scene, UK, uh, US. <laughs> I didn't and, know where you were going with men, women then. I thought you were going to go dogs, dogs cats, <laughs> chickens. If All you right. want interviews, go to Alex McCarthy. But I tell you what, in, in, enough of us fluffing your ego. <laughs> well, it's for like 30 seconds. But I mean, it's, it's, it's enough. Too much more, for my more, liking. It's more than enough. Uh, let's get to the titular news, Luigi. Take it away. So, yeah, Andrade was released in WWE yesterday, which was a surprise to everyone. I did not blow up Ollie Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dan out here making accusations. I did not blow up. Ollie Davis. Frankly, I don't really care about Mr. Davis and uh, and this blowing up saga. I am on my own wrestling in my wrestling daily bubble. Wrestling storylines are banned in wrestling daily. Yes, realm. exactly. I've made this very clear. This is why I had to leave the Ollie Authority because I had to wear a blazer for one week, and Alex was like, "No, you, you're not wearing that. You're not." Um, so Andrade, back to Andrade. Um, we obviously covered on the show. 10 days ago now, that Andrade had asked for his WWE release. Uh, wasn't granted, and we were all like, okay, he's talented, they're not going to let him go. But during the show yesterday, during Fastlane, he tweeted something like, good news, and we were like, okay. And then after Fastlane, uh, I don't know if you were awake, Alex, I wasn't. Uh, I'd gone to bed by this point, and oh, it had broken. I was uh, awake. I, it it, it bro- broken that Andrade had left uh, WWE, uh, had been granted his release, WWE... Uh, let him go uh, a lot's come out about that uh over the last couple of days uh, last couple of hours sorry um initially sean on fightful select reported that people in wwe were surprised as they were told that his release wasn't expected and that is actually interesting because i was told people were expecting it or it, it was like people have, there, there have been rumors that it was coming which again i'd probably go with sean Sure, Sean's very good. You don't bet against Sean. Um, Not unless you are ridiculously sure. Exactly. Unless you're the person you're saying. Even if he goes, oh, Louis had chicken for dinner. I'd be like, I know I didn't, but I'm not sure. (laughs) But what does he know that I don't know? Yeah, who is he spoken (laughs) to? Exactly. And uh, he's also reported that Andrade is able to use the Andrade name which is interesting because a lot of times, like with FTR, for example, they had to use new names. Andrade is part of his real name. Uh, I know it's, I think it's his third name or like his uh, middle, one of his middle names. So he is allowed to use that, which is obviously interesting. He's not allowed to use the CN Almas part that used in NXT, but that's a big, big bonus because you have that name recognition. Um, Also, Dave Meltzer's followed this up with a report that Andrade doesn't have a 90 day non-compete, which is, crazy when you think about it like normally when people get released they're subject to that 90 day non-compete which would have taken andrade to mid uh towards the end of june i think it was nine, uh, 20th of june mm-hmm. and but according to dave Meltzer, he doesn't have a non-compete so technically if there was an indie show tonight andrade could be there there, there obviously isn't 
I mean, AW's oh. live this week. He could he could theoretically turn up in AW with Thea Trinidad as Andrade. That's that's crazy to think about. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff circulating on social media that I wanted to cover. Mm. So there's uh, an anonymous post on a forum, which is just crazy, um, that Charlotte had basically said, uh, let, let, let me read it, because, by the way, this is all fictitious. This is completely nonsense. Um, it's been circulated that, let me get this up very quickly. Um, the the report, and I use that in inverted commas, says uh, Charlotte Flair threatened to walk if they didn't give Andrade his release. It's been said from a few people that Ric Flair was involved and was behind Charlotte 100%. WWE would only give the release if Charlotte sat out WrestleMania, thinking that she would choose the event over Andrade, which she clearly did. It's important to bring this up because it's also been uh, noted by Sean that Charlotte's absence from Raw last week, and she won't be, or she's not expected to be on the show this week, is not linked to Andrade's situation. You let said me, this in, let, me interge- let me interject this right here. I know she's been out the same way Triple H has with the COVID protocol. It has nothing to do with what's going on with Andrade. Like, that is a fact. I know it's like... Um, romantic to think that maybe it was like that and that she went to bat for him and is kind of it's the most out. love I've seen for Charlotte on social media. Yeah, you know, she's she's the martyr now. But um no, it, it yeah, the reason she was off raw certainly last week and and that is that she was isolating, I guess, like the COVID protocol. So um no. Sean's right. I knew well I, I said this what like yeah, ten, ten days ago. Um yeah. but yeah. And I mean, it's it's a difficult situation because obviously she will be have been caught in the middle of it. I probably think that's one of the reasons why she granted why Andrade was granted this release. Speculation, obviously, that WWE doesn't want to burn that bridge with Charlotte because oh you don't want Jesus, to no. Her. I mean, listen. Um, regardless of what your feelings might be for Charlotte, and mine are strongly that she's great, but I know not everyone shares that opinion. Still, if she was on the open market. She's like, yeah, oh my god, everyone is clamoring to get hold of Charlotte Flair. She, she is the- arguably not just arguably the best, but she's arguably the most identifiable women's wrestler in the world, right? I, I'd probably put Ronda Rousey in there because of her main strike. I reckon if you said to people who Charlotte Flair that's, or that's Rousey. like I mean, it's not the same, but it's like saying Bad Bunny's the most notorious wrestler. Do you know what I mean? Like I know Charlotte, I know Ronda Rousey had a year. It's it's, yeah. not, it's not the same, but I still feel like Come on, we're talking full time people here. Yeah, right. okay. Maybe Becky. Uh, it'd be it'd be between those two, Becky and Charlotte. I only but- say actually like a wrestler, 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 because if you know Rousey has been on, you know, uh, I don't think if Rousey is on the open market, quote unquote, that like Ring of Honor and uh, New yeah. Japan and AEW, I don't think anyone could really get her. She's like she's her own little thing almost. Whereas Charlotte is a wrestler, so I think if yeah. she was an open, a free agent, people would be vying for her. Um, but, but I mean, the bottom line, I'm sure you're going to get into it. I don't believe I'm, you know, I'm sure that's a part of it that you yeah. don't want to upset Charlotte, but I don't think she's made any ultimatum. Exactly. I think Charlotte Flair had an impact on it. Charlotte Flair, probably WWE not wanting to upset her had an impact on it because it naturally would. But I don't think Charlotte has gone to, and Rick, obviously, I don't think Charlotte has gone to management and said, let him go or I'm going. Like, I don't think that that would happen. Um, also, in terms of Charlotte and WrestleMania, I know a lot of people are kind of throwing things out there that she was taken off graphics for tickets, which she was. It's not speculation. She was taken off the graphics. Obviously, hasn't been on Raw this week, uh, last week and won't be on uh, this week. People are speculating she's uh, not going to make the show. Uh, Fightful's report does say WWE is hopeful that Flair will be back. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, I heard that Rhea Ripley wasn't getting called up until after WrestleMania. Do you think the fact Rhea's getting called up tonight is because WWE's maybe having like a backup plan in case Flair can't make the show? Yes. I thought, um, not thought, I was... That was a very definitive yes. Yeah, I mean, I heard, I don't know how long ago it was now, maybe two or three weeks ago, that like Charlotte Oscar was the destination, right? I mean, it was going to be Charlotte and Lacey Evans for the title. Take Lacey out of the picture. They pivoted to the second installment of Charlotte and Oscar, which is cool. And I thought it'd be nice if Rhea got involved in that. But the last that I had heard is that maybe Rhea was going to debut after WrestleMania. Here we are. So um, 
maybe it was the plan all along. Who knows? But it just seems fitting that Charlotte's out and then all of a sudden they've gone, oh, actually, Rhea's coming now. Like, I think if you were going to build to Rhea having her first match at Mania or something, I don't know if you leave it. What is it? Three, there's th- how many? Three rules left, is there? Three rules left, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Wait. Two? It's 20, is it 20? It's 19 days to WrestleMania, so. Yeah. So there's one episode of Raw, two is episode, there's actually three. Three episodes of Raw. So that's what we said. Wow. Wow. Maybe, maybe had something to do with it. Um, Rio is supposedly going to be a heel, according to PW Insider, which is interesting. Again, Asuka being positioned as a baby face would make you think, okay, that could be a feud. But again, it's going to be very interesting how the next couple of weeks goes. I'm very excited for Raw tonight about the direction of everything really coming out of fast lane i'm looking forward to seeing how the pieces fall into place and how sort of WWE's looking at wrestlemania well on that note i think we should look at some of the stories that will lead us into what actually happened at wrestle uh, wrestlemania it hasn't happened yet at fast lane uh and on top of that list would be brian being added to universal title match at wrestlemania now it's worth noting obviously dave came out with elsa came out of this after the event doesn't take a genius to work out that's what's happening, of course. But uh let's get I mean, it's what... not like he said it at Elimination Chamber. No. Um so like it's... I like I did. You said it'd be a freeway, did you? No. No, I actually, didn't. I, I actually watched it back. I actually watched it back. I'm glad you have, because I've got it clipped. <laughs> <laughs> have you got the clip from our show or the show our where show. I first said it? Right. Our show. The the show where I first said it on the Elimination Late Chamber Live reactions, I said. I uh, I say I bet good money it's not going to be Edge and Roman at WrestleMania. So I know I retracted it afterwards. Yes, that's the but, clip I have where you you, vividly, you you walk it back very clearly. And technically, you, and you if, even explain what you were thinking was going to happen with Finn Balor. But technically, if we go from what I said on that show, I'm not wrong. It'd be like a no contest win, I think. You know what? It's not a win, but it's not a loss. And I think that's important. <laughs> Such a stretch. Listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wrestle you into submission with this one. Yes. Take- so coming out of Fast Lane, which we will get on to talking about our thoughts on the show, uh, Dave Meltzer's reporting that Daniel Bryan is going to be added to the Universal Championship match that is going to main event WrestleMania. So it'll be a three-way between Daniel Bryan, Edge, and Roman Reigns. Uh, Interestingly, Meltzer's reporting that Edge turned heel on the show. I didn't see it as a heel turn at the time. I saw it more as just like, like just taking his aggression out on Daniel. I didn't see it as a heel turn. But Meltzer said he's going to be a heel moving forward. Interestingly, he said the same about Sasha Banks. She's going to be a heel as well, I, which is... I, I saw Sasha as much more of a turn than Edge. I mean, Sasha's needed to turn. Damn Badly. Right. She Badly. has not worked as a babyface at the moment with Bianca. She <laughs> needed to... <laughs> Old Sasha Banks' laugh every promo. That really I scared it. me. I had my, I had my uh, headphones far too loud. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I interestingly didn't see it as a heel turn. I saw it more as an aggression, but David said it's a heel turn. And apparently Vince looked at the WrestleMania card, according to Dave again, and wasn't satisfied. And this is the match he decided to change, which, you know what? I'm not opposed to it. I'm really not opposed to it. I think three will be, be fantastic. If it was, if, if it was Edge and Roman, I don't know where Daniel Bryan fits on the card. Like say it is Edge and Roman, which is not going to be. Reported. Where do you see where do you see Brian on the card? Like I can't see him anywhere. Seth, I would have said Seth, he's with Cesaro. So I think yeah. this makes sense to have him in this position. He's more than worthy of it. Uh potential Hall of Famer, Daniel Bryan, which we'll also get onto covering later well, on. He is though, he is. Listen, I mean you could plug Daniel Bryan in anywhere, right? Exactly. You you could literally plug him in and go, right, I want to wrestle that guy. However long yeah, he could uh, open challenge and wrestle Cesaro uh, easy at Gable, and we'd all be like, yeah. okay. Cool. Easy. You can do anything with right, Daniel Bryan. But um, is this the best spot for him? Absolutely. The, the story makes sense to me. Last year, for me, is an early match of the year contender. Easily one of the best single matches I've seen this year. 30 minutes of just pure quality action. You know, the, the beginning... Story. Yeah, the beginning embers of the match. Yeah, I mean, Roman Reigns, all of his matches have really been story heavy, which I've loved. But the beginning of the match, obviously, with Bryan kind of wanting to do the catcher's can and trying to... Um, test Roman's ego 
by making him kind of shoot with him and stuff. And when Roman realised he couldn't do that with Brian, obviously he goes back to the clubbing and the overpowering. And I just thought it was magnificently well done. The action was great. People complained about the overbooked finish, but I thought it was excellent. You know, good use of Jay. Uh, Edge, you get that character shift there, and he has the influence on the outcome. Roman had the very, very gentle tap. Um, I, th- I thought it was excellent, excellent stuff. Like, I, I, I honestly adored it. Um, and I think coming out of that, did I see it as a heel turn for Edge? No, but terrible pun coming. He does need an Edge because that's what the ultimate opportunist is, right? Like he, he has awful, that awful that from you. That's a I Gary Cassidy esque. I mean, it's very yeah. If I thought it was funny, it would be. Um, <laughs> I. I don't know how else to put it with Edge, but he needs that kind of dimension. He needs that dimension of his character. He's not like a white meat baby face. He's the ultimate opportunist. This is the guy who will do anything to get what he wants. And and he should show these different shades of his character. He absolutely should. So for me, everything made sense here. And, you know, I'm not surprised Dave's saying that. You know, we all deduced that anyway from watching the finish. But you have to imagine... It could go really any way, which I like about the triple threat. If I had to, you know, be Louis Dangor about it and put money down, I would say Brian is there to eat the pin from Edge to take the title off Roman without Roman wow. being without Roman being hurt. That's what I think. I think it's the the mesmeric return, the fairy tale ending for Edge, or the it's the other way around. But Edge is protected. And Roman retains. I don't I just, see I the just think conclusion. I just think it works, and he's just put Edge in there. I don't think that Daniel Bryan's he's put Brian in there. I don't think Brian's in there to not take the pin. I still think Roman's going to win. Um, I think like I don't know, maybe, but I mean, may, maybe he will take the pin. But I don't think that's the reason he's been put in. No, not necessarily. I'm just saying the way it will shake out now that we're here. Probably right. Very um, much probably. Uh, I mean, he's been taking think... pins to Cesaro on SmackDown for the past. There you go. He's the kind of guy who would be volunteering to take that yeah. But, you know, any way you look at it, I was saying this earlier on the radio, Edge, Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns. Like, that is an amazing cocktail of superstars. Like, so many different dimensions and, and different ways you can go about that. Like, I don't know how you can't get excited about that triple threat. You know, again, no one's ever happy, are they? I saw earlier, it was like, you know, what... Why does it have to be a triple threat? Why can't we just have a one-on-one like WrestleMania? Listen, when a triple threat is done right, that's like it's, that's a certain kind of magic that you can't actually replicate like, in the singles. Obviously, it goes without saying numerically. Yeah. But look at Benoit at WrestleMania. Look at um, Cena and Rollins and Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. Look at even mm. Daniel Bryan, Batista, and Orton. Like there's there's a there's added significance when a, a triple threat is done right. And I, I think when you look at all the, the parts involved here. I much prefer Daniel Bryan being inserted into this than being out of it. Well, all things considered. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It adds a new dynamic to it. It makes it interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very much in the same boat as you. Um, I'm I, I'm a massive fan of Daniel Bryan. Your interview with him, uh, the quotes from it were great. I, I actually watched your interview Ooh. with Cesaro. Ooh, there's more to come from Daniel Bryan. Let me tell I you. Watch, more uh, and I'm not just saying this. Your interview with Cesaro was fantastic. He seems like the coolest guy that you just want to go for like a drink with. I was very jealous. I was very very he, jealous. He's a very cool guy, to be fair. Um, <laughs> did, 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 did you did you watch the first part where he talks about when he played football? Yeah, yeah, football. When the, he was, uh, I, to be fair, when he was saying the position, that obviously there was a bit of a language barrier. Yes, I, like, I don't know what position he's talking about. I got and then he was like sweeper, and I was like, he was like, yeah, and I was like, okay, Al, fair play. Al knows his ball, fair enough. Um, Listen, yeah. well, it's, it's well documented on the show that before I was fat and had bad ankles, the boy balled. All right, the, the boy, boy used balled. to, the boy used to. I used to get paid to play. Okay, I played the game. People think because you're in a. Uh, like wrestling, like they do this at Talksport. Like they got me in for a show one uh, international break because they were like, "Oh, there's there's not much football on, so we'll we'll get you on Game Day Countdown. You can talk about the other sports." They're talking about England, and I, and I also started speaking about it. in the break. They were like, "You watch football?" I was like, "What do you mean?" Because I watch wrestling. You think I don't know or watch football? There's some, there's some bad discrimination out there. Exactly. It's it's all of these uh, what do you call it? stereotypes that we're That's all right. nerds that don't watch football. No, we're big football fans. I've got. I show it my my Stevie G shirt up there. He's got his Newcastle tattoo. If I was old enough, um, I am old enough. <laughs> if I gave you permission, being your if, father, if Alex gave me permission, I would get a Liverpool tattoo. Um, but yeah, Cesaro interview was great. Everyone go and check that out on Inside the Ropes. Um, but yeah, your Daniel Bryan interview as well, which is why this whole this whole conversation got started before we we're on this tangent. It's a family thing, James G. I mean, you don't choose it, all right? It happens. It happens. The magpie life chose him. It does actually say, if I can get this right, I don't know if you can see See, Granddad? There you go. Below the tattoo. It's a family thing, brother. It happens. It does happen. Um, But yeah, Daniel Bryan in this match, very much, very much looking forward to it. And this was a fantastic match. Daniel Bryan for me, sorry, Roman Reigns for me, is one of the best sellers in wrestling right now, just purely with his oh, facial expressions. Has been for, for years. Talking in the ring. I think this is one of the best things to come out of the no fans era. The whole Daniel Bryan's, the whole Roman Reigns stuff, because oh. this doesn't work nearly as well without with a live crowd there. I think well, you, anyway. you, you saw Bryan's quotes. He says that um, Roman's the best performer of the Thunderdome era. Yeah, I agree. I I, I cannot uh, up there with Drew, but Roman's up there. And it's SP three. Uh, I used to get paid to play. You you've got the you've got the number wrong, brother. Um, but anyway, play. but yeah, no, I I I I'm, I'm looking forward to it. it should, should be should be a very good match, uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, guys, let us know your thoughts. Of course, I don't think we've mentioned it yet. We're nearly half an hour deep, but please do get your ultra chats into us. Discuss all things fast lane and mania. It's only a few weeks away now. You know, tell us, tell us what you think. Get them into wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily, and we will discuss them. I'm very intrigued to hear what you guys think about the triple threat of mania, man. Because uh, when I look at the card, honestly, there's a f- there's a few. You know, I, I think it was only a week ago we were like, doesn't look like a match of a Mania card. But Cesaro and Rollins, Owens and Zayn, this triple threat, you know, Bianca and, and Sasha will probably slap. Like, I'm like, you know what? Slap last night. Jesus did it. Uh, I'm I mean, like, you know, I'm, I'm getting bored. Last night, but he also getting... slapped. Yeah, proper. I mean, come on. Uh, I'll tell, tell, tell you what we're going to do in the meantime. Okay. Let's talk about the theme now before. 
we bring up the community tab post where we ask people's thoughts on the thing. All right. Um, one so thing what, did you, I, what did you think? One thing I do want to get in there. I've only caught the last match of this pay-per-view at the moment. I, I had to sleep before I worked through the night last night, so I didn't get to watch it, although it was a more favourable time. But I am going to watch it tonight, so I'll give you thoughts tomorrow. Please forgive me. Um, I've had a lot of wrestling to watch. Um, but yes, we will get round to that. Like New Japan Cup as well. Will Ospreay is the winner there. Um, obviously, I'd love to go into more detail, but I'll, I think we'll leave that for Stefan SB3. They are the guys of Japan, but, you know, he he, he could be a, a viable challenger to Kota Ibushi now. It's very interesting stuff. There's a lot of different wrestling going on. We're not oblivious, guys. Um, there's just only so much and so many different times, and we're going to leave stuff to different people. So there you have it. Um, anyway, Luigi, what did you want to do next? You wanted to talk the theme. theme. What do you think? Uh, the segment overall, you know, like Alexa Bliss all of a sudden being like 11 from Stranger Things and just like, uh, um, like I, I'm usually one of the people who's kind of like most on board with the magical creative stuff. I don't mind it. I don't mind my wrestling like that. I'm not like Jim Cornette where it's like, no, 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 no. Uh, I, I don't mind. But I mean, to me, I didn't think it was great, but it got us to where we needed to get to. The Fiend turned up looking, if it was the fiend, he looked a lot slimmer. Um, and, you know, obviously he hit the, the sister Abigail and then Alexa Bliss picks up the dub. Great stuff. Uh, I thought it was cool. And I'm glad that obviously he's been affected, that there is a change, you know, like I know he's like melted kind of the mask or whatever. Like, you know, he, I, I'm interested to see with Bray's charisma, the direction they go here. A lot of people were like, oh, you know, he looks stupid. I, I didn't mind it. I thought he looked kind of cool, like that they they'd uh, they'd given him a different edge and a different element, yeah, like that, right? Like he's been through some stuff, man. Look at the guy. Uh, so I I didn't I didn't mind it. I I'm not I wasn't blown away by the segment or anything, and and I thought the stuff prior to the ed, to the fiend's arrival was a bit. Hmm. But um, I think he looks cool, and I'm excited to see the new dimensions of this fiend character. So I thought it was silly as anything i thought it was goofy but i loved it is that it was one of those things where i'm like okay let's look at this he's so different from the normal fiend and that's so rare where wwe shows are all right we know he got burned so we're gonna show you that like how many times would we have just seen like if he just came back as normal fiend that would have been so much more disappointing i'm happy there was some evolution and some development there um, I, I loved it. I thought it was really different and cool and just not like anything we've seen. And we haven't seen him in like three months. That's pretty rare for WWE where they show the constraint to not have him on the next week's episode of Raw. I had, he's, he's had the best schedule in the world for years. Oh, bloke. what a man. What a schedule. Uh, but while we are here, I do want to <laughs> see if this works. See if this works. Chrome tab. This is your new thing, is it? Oh, you, hello. So you can see my screen, can't you? I mean, yeah, it's annoyingly kind of cut down. Do we need, there, yes, we there go. you go. Okay. There we go. So look, I've asked the people's thoughts on what happened last night at uh, in terms of The Fiend. And we've got some comments here. One from Scott Young, who said you could say his costume was well done. I Zoom in it. a bit, Luigi. I'm old. <laughs> I need to see these. There you go. There we go. Uh, We have one from Alexandra D who says, I missed the fiend, I I assume. Uh, But I didn't expect this version. I expect something better. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Good visual from Paul Dead. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Annette Morris says, Yowie wowie. Yowie wowie indeed. Uh, Raging Rhino says, the match was meh. I would have liked Randy to at least been able to attempt an RKO on Bliss. Okay. But I love how The Fiend looks now. I agree. I, 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 like I, I agree completely with that comment. I would have liked Randy to have maybe at least threatened to have got to Bliss. And we have a regular figure here in Matthew Makovsky who Bang says, brain. a very cool moment, but I'm not digging the look. I hope it was a one-off visual for him being crispy. Maybe Alexa plays like a spell on him and he goes back to normal. I wouldn't like that, personally. Like, I think if you're going to do it, keep the visual as it is. 
Mm-hmm. Um, at least they acknowledge the burnt theme for Bonzo for Life here. Exactly as I was saying. At least they acknowledge and they were showing some evolution and development of the character. Yes. As opposed to like, oh, he's just back to normal. And final one here from uh, Hector Rodriguez. Like, I'll be honest, it was okay but uh, that he came back. But the length it took to get there was something else. Like, did we really need this completely unnecessary pay-per-view? WWE needs to understand that we don't need a pay-per-view every damn month. Sorry, Louis, Louis and Alex. I'll put a quarter in the swear jar. For WWE- damn. Wow, was really, was really testing my patience last night. I mean, to keep my sanity, I used a fidget spinner. <laughs> okay, I mean, interesting. Um, there we go. There we go. What genius that was for me. Um, I, I agree with a lot of what was said there. Um, I don't know about. Like the pay-per-view month thing, I think this was like a peacock thing, like a peacock test. And to yeah. be honest, it was probably needed because a lot of people were having issues with peacock from what we saw on the stream. You know, you can't pause on peacock. No, I didn't know that. I mean, so is it? I know. So when we have like the live streams, that we'll do like a sync points. So people are like, I'm ahead of you, and I can't pause because peacock hasn't got that function so i think it's going to be a lot of functionality stuff as to why like, i think this pay-per-view is probably quite important in that respect to get those uh, like kinks signed out um but yeah what, what did you think about what the people had to say about the theme did you agree what, what did you think about the look like the look specifically did you like it i mean at first i was a bit like whoa obviously um but i i thought it was cool and and as as some of the comments alluded to needed you know, there needs to be some development there. Like, where's he been? You can't, if he just returned as normal, it'd be like, well, what was that for? What was the whole purpose of the story? So I'm here for it. I'm presuming it will be a Firefly Funhouse match at WrestleMania. It won't just be a straight up match. So that gives Bray another, you know, a lot of room creatively to bring these things together, tell the story with Randy that they've been trying to tell for so long. Like, this is a long feud, really long. Like, and I know Alexa is, kept it going and she's been tremendous by the way in her really role has, yeah. but um you know it needs to be it like this this needs to be the final part of it for me um and i you know there needs to be a satisfactory conclusion the thing is with this um new burnt fiend we're going to call him crispy you know, fiend. crispy fiend i don't know you know obviously that wasn't enough to kill him so i don't know how you really put the fiend to bed like you know there's a whole different ways you could go maybe you have to banish all the demons that have haunted bray that created the fiend in the first place so he has to slowly work his way through all of wwe's terrible booking misdemeanors like there there has to be something that gets him away from the fiend eventually i think i'm not saying i want it now but I want there to be like a storyline purpose. Like what makes him weak? Does Alexa make him weak? Like uh, there needs to be some kind of story there for me to understand and invest because I love Bray creatively charismatic, all of that stuff. I think the guy's a genius, but I also think the fiend character in ring has handcuffed everyone a little bit. So very much so. Yeah. I, I do think that there needs to be an evolution along there. And I don't know whether it comes now with this new crispy fiend uh or not but hopefully that's the direction we're heading yeah i agree i agree with you um can you handle the ultra chats for a minute while i go to the toilet why why wouldn't i i will do that of course go, on, go, go on, on. Louis, have, a, have a little wee wee go on Thank buddy you. i'll Thank give you a hall pass go on bud uh let's get into the first one guys from the pay-per-view we've got ricardo holt and he says hello y'all I like the way you spelt that. Just want to say that DB tapping out Roman was pretty sweet. His facials uh, and such were perfect. Anyways, have a great Monday. You have a great Monday, Ricardo. Thank you very much for your ultra chat, my friend. I agree, though. Um, the Roman, I, I think like Brian was putting in a myriad of submissions throughout the match, basically working and wearing Roman down. So where we got to this point where you did believe, like, hang on, like this might be it. And I still in my heart thought, Oh, Roman won't tap. He won't tap. And then they got like the slightest tap where I know that Roman and Heyman are going to play off. Like it wasn't a real tap, but he was fading so well. I thought it was amazingly well done. I really did. Um, I can't say enough good things about the match, honestly. Huge fan. Huge fan. Um, Raging Rhino is back in the in the Ultra Chats. And he says, whilst I would be more than happy with Oscar and Rhea at Mania if Charlotte's out, 
What do you think of adding Shayna to the mix? She has had a recent conflict with Oscar, lost the NXT title to Rhea, and fell short at, for the same title at Mania last year. Do you know what? That is the kind of synergy and story that I love, Rage and Rhino. I really do love that idea. Is I've this the Shayna Baszler take? Yes. I've yeah. been saying this for a long, long time that I feel like Shayna and Oscar is money with all the history there. Okay? Like, you know, the recent conflict is great, but they're also the two most dominant women NXT champions of all time. It makes sense that they would do something featured on the main roster. You add in what you just said about the history with Rhea and the title coming up short last year. I love that idea, but I feel like they're going to do a multi-team tag team thing. I also think you maybe want to build Shayna Baszler up a bit for like a SummerSlam. Like, I'm not saying don't put her in the women's title picture because she 100% deserves it. But I think you need to give it a little bit of time to build her up because right now she doesn't feel like she's worthy of that spot. That is a shame, and that's through WWE's booking, not through Shayna. But I do think you need to build her up a little bit more and then maybe have it. Did I you did wash hands? my hands? Yes. Show me. Show me your hands. What do you want me like with? Show me. They they look too dry, Louis. They look very have dry. Heard, have you ever heard of a hand towel? They look too dry. Oh, too dry. Piss off. <laughs> piss off your hands, apparently. Anyway. I let's did have keep... to piss off my hands by washing them. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you, brother. Listen, uh, another one here from Matty. He says, hey, Alex and Louis, how are you? Can't watch live as I'm doing a quiz. I'll probably lose. It should rule. That's all he said. That's uh... fair, enough. <laughs> fair enough. Thank you, Matty, for your support. As usual, my friend, uh, good luck in the quiz. Uh, I, you know, Speaking of quizzes, Lou, when are you coming back on Talk Wrestling or when are we getting on Quizzlemania? These are two questions. Um, I think you've got a bit more pull than me with the Quizzlemania thing. I mean, I, I wanted like SB3 to have his shine. You know, I'm glad. I mean, I campaigned, I lobbied for SB3. Um, mm. but I, yeah. mean, I mean, I got it over the line, just saying. But um, I think we need to get Steph on first. I asked her about this on the show last week, and I feel I like she's very. She didn't seem that keen. Like SV3, no. SV3, like you could tell, like he wanted to go on, and you know what? Fair play because he did very well. When like you asked Steph, I could tell she was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "No, this, this isn't the enthusiasm we want." There from are a prospective certain... Quizzlemania candidate. Yeah, a representative, no less, of Wrestling Daily. Exactly. Um, but I do. I mean, some Quizzlemanias, because I consider trivia like my strong suit. Uh, some Quizlemanias actually favour those who aren't that strong, right? With like the challenges and guessing games and stuff. So I, she might excel. Steph really might excel. I, I wouldn't put it past she her. Could she could do. And you know what? I bet Steph, Steph can sing. <laughs> yeah, I, I was about to say um, Irish people can sing, but I think that's a bit of a sweeping generalisation. Uh, you know, Westlife, Boyzone, OU2. It's Wales, isn't it? Wales is called the land of song, is it not? I think someone Google that. I'm sure it is like something like that. Wales is known as the land of song. So that is the mistake I was about to make. Anyway. Moving along. Anyway, Ultra Chats on the home straight of the show. Please do get them in, guys. Very interested for your opinions on last night and uh, WrestleMania moving forward. We would love to discuss them. Until then, we're going to get back into some more news. And we mentioned D. Bryan earlier not being in the Hall of Fame. Surprise. Despite WWE's error. But apparently someone else's uh, induction is being, shall we call it, delayed. Yes. Um, so a lot of people... First, we'll talk about Daniel Bryan thing, uh, and then we'll talk about the the other person. Uh, Daniel Bryan was listed on the WWE Network as a Hall of Fame inductee, um, twenty twenty one, and everyone was like, "What? Has WWE made a mistake, or has someone jumped the gun?" Uh, Five Force Select is reporting that Daniel Bryan is not scheduled to be part of the Hall of Fame. It was a mistake. I think it's linked to Brie Bella, maybe like. They meant to write it under Brie Bell and wrote it under Daniel Bryan. Maybe that's just me thinking too much into it. 
Maybe it's just like a general mistake, but plausible. I mean, they did the same with our truth last year, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, yeah, they did. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, Batista as well, who was supposed to go in in 2020, um, is not going in this year. A lot of people are like, oh, has WWE done something wrong? Is like, has he done something wrong? Um, but no, uh, Fightful is reporting that. Dave, Mel- Dave Meltzer and Fightful are both reporting that WWE wanted Batista to go in like when there's a crowd there to enjoy it, which fair sure. enough. Sure. They decided, and like it's going to be a stacked Hall of Fame this year. You've got NWO, you've got like Bischoff, you've got JBL as well. Like You've got like a, a big names in there, former WWE champions. So you don't really need Batista. Um, so yeah, fair enough for WWE and fair enough for Batista. I'm sure that he'd rather go in with a full crowd. Uh, so Fair play to all involved. There's no issue, but at least we know that it's not like because there's bad water with WWE, like bad blood between WWE and, uh, and yeah, Batista. yeah. Um, I mean, I would love to be there for for Dave Batista, one thousand percent. I would love to be there to see that induction. Uh, I've I've Only seen because I want to sing his entrance music. Yeah, I want to Xavier full Xavier Woods. I um. I, I want to be, yeah. I mean, obviously, next year Texas and then uh, LA the year after. Like, I fully intend to be there, so I would love to be there for that. I, I was in the inductions, uh, the Hall of Fame. They're cool. I, I did the red carpet one year. I don't know if anyone has. It's um, your profile picture on Twitter, no? That's right. I was about to say. I don't know if, apart from Louis, if anyone's paid enough attention to my profile picture. But I was um, on the red carpet in Orlando, and it was very cool. Like, spoke to Scott Hall. You know, like how how many chances are you going to get to do that, like in person? Um, Kevin Nash, Foley, uh, who else? The Miz? Uh, yeah, there was loads. Anyway, uh, it was really cool. The Hall of Fame is a very cool night. I saw Kurt Angle's induction, which was amazing. I saw Goldberg's induction, which I'm sure people will find funny. <laughs> but um, he did headline that were you, one. Were you there for Hillbilly Jim? I was. I was. How long was it? it in the room... <laughs> so like you know that like, obviously the joke that everyone is now but that was like happening in the room everyone was like seriously this is this is really going on like how long can we physically be here you know i could be i could be on the strip by now and um i think it was that same one though that so i was there for mark henry as well you know and he got like really emotional about owen hart that was touching and i was also there for the dudley boys when they had edge christian and the hardy boys join them on stage so yeah, the hall of fame has loads of the point i'm making is very cool moments, and you know, if you're if you're a proper fan, it's it's a great night. Um, I'd love to see Batista go in there properly. I would. I think that's smart, Lou, that they're going to hold him back. And you know, if he is the headliner next year, nobody would be disappointed. No, not not at all. Not at all. Uh, so we didn't really touch on this earlier, but we're going to now. Uh, we did briefly mention Rhea Ripley, obviously meant to debut tonight on Raw. I believe they started talking about that on SmackDown last week. Double yeah. down on the pay per view yesterday, Lou. Um, we one must assume that maybe she's heading for Oscar, right? With that spot wide open, but how? How is she going to do it, Lou? As a heel, as a heel, according to PW Insider, which is it's it's a way to do it. Is it the way I would do it? Probably not. I don't know. I'm not too enthralled. I, I suppose the they, they, they have the luxury of not the, the crowd not being there so they can, do you know what I mean? They can manipulate it how they like. But eventually, for the actual resulting match, they will be yeah. there. And I don't think, I don't think people want to boo Rhea Ripley, personally. <laughs> we have a funny comment here from Matthew. Oh, no, that that's from... Uh... <laughs> Fair enough. But it was this one from Matthew. Uh, she's going to team up with her first. Probably. 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 Now in, now in WWE. They'll have a tag title match tonight. Uh, but yeah, fair enough. Uh, Rhea as a heel. Listen, she can do both. She was a fantastic heel when she first got to like NXT UK. Absolutely brilliant. She looks like a heel. She could work as a heel. I just think she's got like a natural connection as a baby face. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen, I mean, we'll let it play out. Like, it's not what I would have done, but I'm not opposed to it. And I think Rhea and Asuka will have a very, very, if that is the plan for WrestleMania, um, 
if not, like it, I, I'm very much in favour of it. I think it'll be quite fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big Rhea Ripley fan, um, and uh, yeah, I loved her as a heel. I remember when I met her and interviewed her, and I was shocked how nice she is because she was that bad of a heel, right? Like, but she's like one of the sweetest people you could ever imagine meeting. And I feel like her real life story, you know, if you've ever seen her with Lillian Garcia. Um, and kind of opening up about being bullied and stuff along the way. I just feel like she's won a lot of people over and has become super likable. It'd be it'd be a bit jarring. And it's just another thing where WWE say it's free brands, NXT in the main roster, but they constantly do stuff like this where they ignore what that person has done in NXT and they just go, oh, well, this is what it is now. I guess we'll have to wait and see how it plays out tonight, but it'll be interesting. Uh, another ultra chat here from WrestleScope. After a half good, half poor fast lane, I'm worried that WWE cannot put together a decent two night WrestleMania. No plans for Sheamus, possibly no Charlotte. What else can they do to make the two nights memorable? Thanks for all you do, guys. Thank you, WrestleScope. Um, I, there's, I mean, listen, like I said earlier, I, my interest has got stronger in the past week, Lou, with the idea of these singles matches that we're yeah. heading towards. I would like, I guess I'm a sucker for chaos. I, I would like a big ladder match or something like a, I know we're going to get chaos with Braun Strowman and Shane on one night, but I would like a multi-person for some title. I just always think those matches are cool. I always like the money in the bank to be at WrestleMania. I don't know how everyone else feels about that. Yeah, me too. I was fine with that not being its own event. I thought at WrestleMania, that was a really cool point to say, okay, moving forward, this is the guy to look out for. Like that, it worked for me. So if they could have, you know, I don't know, a tag team or one of the mid-card titles be for the ladder, that would help. Bailey has no plan. US, yeah, Bailey having no plan is, is a shocker, man. Like, mm. she was so good last year. I would have had her as the host. I would have had her as the host. So would I, and Billy Kay. What, what do you do um, with Bailey? If you look at the landscape of the women's division now, right, on SmackDown, you've got... Natalia and Tamina that are going for the tag titles, as are the Ruby, uh, the Ruby, the Ruby squad, the Riot squad. Um, there isn't that many options left, honestly, in terms of like a, a singles for Bailey at WrestleMania, unless you plug it's, her into a random tag team. I, from the get go, would have had her in Sh uh, Sasha and Bianca. I think it worked well. I you said that, that, but yeah. I also. If Charlotte is ready to go, I would have had Rhea on SmackDown feuding with Bailey. I think that can be like a good way to put Rhea over at WrestleMania, have her beat Bailey. I think that works. Right now, unfortunately, WWE has a lot of good women, but I, why not just go, you know what, Ty Valkyrie? Have some fun. Yeah. Debut her in WrestleMania. Like Bailey has an open challenge, debut her at WrestleMania. Boom. There you go. Io Shirai. I've seen that in the comments from WrestleScope. That's not a bad idea at all. You have Io Shirai drop the title yeah. night one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And faces Bailey. That'd be well, really cool. I mean, she doesn't, you mean Io Shirai dropped the title on one of the TakeOver nights? Right, I mean, night one of TakeOver. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because that's been confirmed as the main event. The main event, right. Um, um, muscle, yeah. and, muscle and fitness, nonetheless, with that. I mean, there's Have no way there's no way WWE fed them that. Um, muscle and fitness broke it. <laughs> muscle and fitness, that's right. They're getting the scoops. I don't know who they speak to in WWE, but fair <laughs> enough. Um, yeah, right now, there doesn't feel like you know a what? massive star on the SmackDown women's roster. No, you, know, and... you know what they might do is um, they might do a Ding Dong Hello segment on Mania. Like I could mm. imagine them doing an Elias segment one night and a Ding Dong Hello thing the next, and I don't know. Maybe it's... She'll, she'll, be, she'll be in the Women's Battle Royal. God, she was literally like that. Makes no disrespect to anyone who ends up in that battle royal, but like Bailey is one of the core people that put WWE on her back during the pandemic era, specifically in the performance center. That is such a disrespect in my eyes to everything that she's done and the performer that she's become to have nothing for her at WrestleMania season. Like, how? How does that actually happen? You tell me, mate. You tell me. But yeah, I could see a ding dong hello as well. I could see a ding dong hello where like Bailey gets involved. Like, cool, fun, fun nonsense. Um, 
Can we move on from this? Because it's very much upsetting me. Well, no. I mean, look, listen. What would you didn't really answer? What would make WrestleMania more exciting to you? I'm still excited for WrestleMania in general. Like I always, I always be excited for WrestleMania, and I do. Th- I do think there are going to be some great matches there. But yeah, and um, fans are back. I'm so excited to see what it looks like. Like what the show actually looks like. Um, the talent is going to be motivated as hell for that. Yeah, of course they are. Um, what could what what would I do to make me a ladder match? Yeah, I think you could do that with Riddle. Um, start like making Sasha and Bianca feel like a big deal again. Like have them like don't have them lose. Um, I've got to say, by the way, um, just for anyone, just to interject here, Lou, did you ask um, Drew about his face paint? Yeah. Did he did he tell you like why he did it? Uh, I, I didn't ask him about it. I just said really like very very much like your face paint. I think I didn't get I didn't get a reason. He said that um obviously Celtic and Rangers at the weekend, wasn't it? Um or they they faced each other earlier. Um he said the third match between him and uh Seamus, it was like a war theme pre-match video. It was the time, he said. So there you go, all Drew's idea. I liked it for the record. Look good. It looked good. That match was awesome. Uh, but can we talk about the main thing regarding Fastlane? Go the on. sad, the saddest moment of my life, of your life, the breakup of Retribution. Mm. I was not mentally, physically, emotionally prepared for this moment. I cried several tears. <laughs> Plural. <laughs> I mean. Listen. Why? Why? No, but seriously, good idea. Break it. Yeah. Mercifully, it's over. I mean, listen, with Riddle obviously defeated Ali in in what was a frankly pretty good match, and the the post the the post match angle had the rest of the members walking out. Now, listen, Mia Yim being injected into Raw as Mia Yim is a big big deal. Like the Raw Women's Division has been pretty stagnant. Not really the women's fault, by the way, for the past however long, six months maybe. I think that's a wonderful injection to have Mia Yim go out there and have her have matches with some of the top talent on Raw. That is a yeah. great injection. You look at Slapjack, don't know what's next for him, Shane Thorne. Uh, I do think Dijak and Mace could be a good tag team, you know, if you yeah. want to insert them into the picture. What next for Ali? I really hope he doesn't just go away. Uh, because the guy is old chanted. And at the end of the day, for him, he did a lot of good work in Retribution. Like maybe you had to watch the social media or like the chat shows or whatever. Like a lot of it didn't actually make it to TV, which again isn't really his fault. But he did do good stuff. Really? Uh, did. He really tried to make a really flawed idea work, right? The idea uh, sucked. Yeah, again, the premise he probably knew the idea. So well, the premise weren't his fault, right? Obviously, he wasn't meant to be in it from the beginning. We obviously, right? But he did his best, and you know, it was it, he made it semi plausible as time went along. But at the end of the day, it was never, it was never a good idea. It wasn't going to amount to anything. WWE had no ambition for it. Listen, when they first got the group together, they had them lose <laughs> the first match. They lost. We should have known from then, like, well, hang on. These Their names. They're going to run rod shot over the WWE. It was never oh, going to happen. Slapjack. Slap nuts. T-Bar. Mace. And Reckoning. Somebody got paid to come up with that. Somebody earned Slap money. Slapjack. <laughs> Slapjack. How? But no, I... Why I've seen like a lot of people. Oh, Dijak's just going to be Dijak now. Like the fact that he didn't take his mask off, like I thought that was going to be the thing. Like Dijak takes his mask off, Mia Yim takes her mask off, but they didn't do that, which is kind of like maybe they're just going to keep the mask on. But interesting. Maybe maybe, maybe Retribution stays, but just Ali's been like ostracized, which no, would even, would, that'd be even worse. But that'd be absolutely awful. Uh, I mean, Dijak, again, that's a big player to be able to inject into the picture. He could have great matches with a ton of guys on Raw. He really <laughs> Funny could. One. Funny one. I bet he will not be on Raw tonight. But I'm genuinely, if he is, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to what happens next with Retribution. Uh, in the meantime, 
Should we go through what the lovely people on Twitter have to say about... Oh, um, here we go again. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Right, move. Boom. Boom. <sighs> there we go. Yeah. So I asked people on Twitter, what did they think of Fastlane last night? What was their favourite match on the show? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, we had a message here from Pablo, who says, as a big fan of Daniel Bryan, I'm marked out when he makes Roman Reigns tap out. Right now, more than triple threat, I want Bryan versus Reigns night one and versus the winner versus Edge night two. I mean, I'd quite like it considering, like, I guess how we were speaking about earlier, how it doesn't feel like a mania. That would make it feel like a big mania, like two big title matches, night one and night two. Um, thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I would be against it. I just, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I see it. Like, eh, yeah, I, I guess that'd be the way to do it. Have Brian and Reigns on one night. But then why would Heyman and Reigns, who have been so shrewd thus far, why would they open themselves up to having two title matches at WrestleMania? I just don't, I don't see that. But Fair yeah, enough. yeah. It's not, um, not, good idea though, good idea. Best moment was The Fiend returning. Interesting. Uh, Drew from Nathan uh, Geo Jones says Drew versus Sheamus would have been an excellent story going into Mania there's genuine history there the video package was so good and it really was and what a a match I wonder what's next for Sheamus I hope he has something solid for Mania because he continually knocks it out of the park this was another worry for me Al what does Sheamus do at Mania oh man Um, I think he just gets plugged in somewhere else like you know, as in, like he probably he's already feuded with Riddle, but maybe there. Like I can't see them finding something great for him to sink his teeth into in the space of three weeks, and it's pretty criminal. Yeah. Has he? Fe- oh, he has feuded with Riddle. Yeah, of course he has. Yeah, so I, I think it's pretty criminal that for the great work he's done over the past year, that he's not really a factor. Um, you know, I saw that he tweeted follow that basically and saying that WrestleMania had come early last night, and he's not wrong. The work the past few weeks has been amazing. So I don't know. I mean, I, I if know. Keith Lee's fit, I think the story works there for Keith Lee to be in that role because of the whole, like, how Keith yeah. was like, Seamus is good. She, Drew, Seamus is going to turn on you. And then he did. So I think that would work. Um, but, yeah, again, I think it's another example of probable pre-show battle royal. Um, it kind of meaningless. Good matches from Z, uh, ZCM. Uh, it kind of meaningless. Good matches like Grimes and Nakamura and Drew versus Seamus have no stake. Fiend versus Orton, Cruz versus E, and Sasha versus Bianca is fixed for Mania, and this pay per view changes nothing. The uh, the one that furthered the storyline, like Ali and Riddle with Retribution, is on the pre-show, so that also means nothing. I mean, that's interesting. Did you have uh, to watch this show? I disagree. Listen, um, Sasha and Bianca, yeah, it's fixed for WrestleMania, but there was a big change in their story last night. So they've gone from like friends who just kind of want to be the best together or whatever to Sasha going, hang on a minute, you're a rookie relegating her. So no, I I don't think that I will say with the exception of the main event, what match did we need to see that had a big impact on WrestleMania? Um, well, I mean, like I said, the fiend returning with Andy Orton, they left it it late. You know, that's obviously important for how WrestleMania is going to play out. And Cruz and Big E, I honestly don't know where they're going with the IC title, but, it obviously, it continued their feud a bit. It's a, it's a tough one. I mean, I I think to say that you don't need to see Seth and Shinsuke because it didn't have any, you know, still a great wrestling match. What, what are you talking yeah. about? Like, and I don't necessarily go along with that logic. Um, I, I get I, I get what he's trying to say, but I just don't agree with it. I I agree with you. Um, Bitter End Wrestling says, uh, not sure if this will help because I didn't watch the event. Well, that's helpful. <laughs> it's a bad start. Uh, but I did see uh, uh, Bray segment, and I thought it was incredibly stupid. So did I, but I also liked it. Um, I think there's always going to be segments of fans who find that stuff rubbish. Like wrestling is totally subjective, so it's fine. It is. And final one here from Vanel, who says uh, it should. I presume it should have been just Daniel versus Roman and Sheamus versus Drew for the entire night. The other matches were pretty disappointing due to their endings. I will agree. The first part of the show and the endings to each of the matches were not good. Were yeah. not good at all. No, I agree. Um, the first. I mean, Louis 
you actually said they sucked when you were WhatsApping me last night. Um, oh, I don't, I don't think they were like horrendous, but I, yeah, I, let's put it this way: the second half was much better than the first half of that show, without doubt. Anyway, anyway, on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us on this special Monday edition of Wrestling Daily on the Hills of WWE Fastlane. This duo, this duo of A. McCarthy and Louis Dangora will be back tomorrow um, on our usual Tuesday slot, SB3 on Wednesday, Steph Chase on Thursday, Sean Ross Sapp on Friday. You've got a full week of content here and I'm going to be dropping interviews left, right and centre. I know Louis has a couple up his sleeve as well. So make sure you stay tuned. Uh, thank you so much for your Ultra Chats, your support. We really appreciate you and we will see you 8pm tomorrow Wrestling Daily YouTube channel. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.